Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the In and After Show. It's me and James, and we're here again to talk about your favorite anime. That includes uh, Akiba Made War, which was really good this week. We're going to talk about Chainsaw Man. Uh, maybe throw some Gundam in there. You know, always got to throw the Gundam in there. Always got to throw some Gundam in there. Just you know, whatever, whatever we're feeling. Uh, I want to say hey to the chat who is here. Um, you are probably here because some big news broke. Uh, what? Late, late last night. James didn't even know about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really truly didn't. <laughs> in fairness, when I say like late last night, it was totally normal work hours in Japan when this came out, which uh, we have staff and stuff there. But yeah, uh, it is A&N related news. So I'm going to uh, do my best to kind of do some back and forth here with James about the news about Katakawa's big investment into Anime News Network, what that means for Anime News Network, what that means for editorial, what that means for me, the freelancers, the writers that work there. Um, chat has any questions, you know, go ahead and throw them in there and I'll, I'll try to get to them. But uh, that's mostly, mostly what we're going to do for news today, since I think that's the most uh, requested um topic of discussion topic topic of discussion sure yeah because i'm sure it took a lot it took a lot of people by surprise um so james i'm kind of gonna let you interview me about it i'm gonna most of if you want more information on it in a more direct way you can head over to anime news network there's a press release up as well as um a letter from our publisher uh christopher mcdonald that kind of lays it out as well so most of what i'm going to be talking about you can also find there. Um, maybe I'll have a little bit of insight that wasn't included in that, but um, that's where you're going to get like the nitty gritty details. A lot of people didn't read those. They probably just saw the headline or whatever on Twitter and then freaked out because, you know, there's been a lot of buyouts and things like that in the anime industry lately, like print real buying right stuff, um, AMC, investing in uh, high dive and sentai so you know people see those sort of things and they get it's scared and also there's i mean what i think is a, a valid concern about the integrity of our coverage given the fact that we have a mate you know our major shareholder is now katokawa which is a giant media conglomerate that you know they they own yen press and they publish light novels they publish manga they have a game division technically they're a major um, shareholder for From Software, which was weird to find out. That's like so is AN like a sister company to the people who made Elden Ring. Did I make Elden Ring now? Um, you know that sort of stuff. So um, we sit at the kitty table uh, next to the the people that made Elden Ring. And we yes. Like look at them. <laughs> yeah, like but only a little bit, just like yeah. sideways, kind of. You know, um, I will not have you know deep secret knowledge of potential DLC or anything like that. Um, so yeah, uh, James, you you start with any questions you might have and I'll try well, to answer those. I mean, I, I think the, the number one question on everyone's mind, right? is mm -hmm. gonna be that um, 
are we at ANN uh, finally going to become 100% paid uh, shills and walking commercials for the anime industry, as we've always been, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, it's a well-known mm -hmm. fact that um, we get briefcases and uh, truckloads full of money from uh, uh, Shueisha and Funimation uh, mm -hmm. every month. But um, is, is this, is this going to spell the end of the, the last gasp of creative freedom that we have as, uh, as journalists? Man, I'm glad you just came right out of the gate with the hard-hitting questions, you know? Um, so what I can tell you is that we are we will remain editorially independent and that is contractually laid out in these discussions it was uh, very important to me and very important to christopher mcdonald that we continued to to show the same integrity that we had up to this point if you thought we never had any in the first place well then i guess also nothing's going to change for you but um i don't have that opinion um i think that we approach anime you know with a fair shake every time we do a review or episode reviews um it's very important to me as the executive editor who oversees the editorial department that you know you guys like your jobs uh 85 percent of the time uh, any any week that isn't preview guide week basically yeah. preview guide week or you know like reviewing fruit of evolution or something like that or making nick do x arm reviewing what I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure what that is. Um, Exxon, though, yeah, that's. Uh, I feel bad. I feel bad for Nick. That was a really rough one. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So you know, we we don't deliberately hate on things. Um, no. We try and give them a, a fair shake whenever they come out. We're going to continue to do that. Um, there is no mandate from on high that we have to give an extra star to Katokawa Properties or that. Um, we cannot, I can't publish op-eds about why isekai is ruining anime if I wanted to. I'm not saying that's an opinion that I believe, but that, I mean, that's kind of the first thing people think about right now with Katokawa is that they're producing a lot of um, isekai-related anime. They've got that um, standpoint that they issued a while ago and are still trying to do, which is like 40 anime series a year. Um, if that's I, a lot. That's so many. If, it's just, it, it, that's it's, a yeah, lot. it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. And, you know, if myself or anyone on our review team wanted to write a feature about why that is, in fact, a bad decision or something like that, um, I will still publish it. It will still be published. Um, I don't foresee a lot of butting heads, but in the event that something like that happens, I would hope that people who are familiar with me and my work and um, my team's work that you would know that we're all extremely stubborn and sometimes obnoxious. And so in the event that um, some kind of suit or something got mad because this week in anime spoiled the ending of some anime or, or whatever. Um, so I became a trash compactor in another world. Yeah. Um, so that might actually be good. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, they have the vending the vending machine one is getting made you know i went dungeon crawling as a vending machine or whatever um that kind of stuff isn't isn't going to change uh i am really bad at being told what to do and this job has worked really well for me because most people don't tell me what i can and cannot do that doesn't mean i'm completely unreasonable or or anything but um 
I am not the type of person to just sort of roll over if I felt like the journalistic integrity of the editorial section was being compromised in any kind of way. So I hope people know that from uh, reading ANN up to this point and will continue to support us uh, as because that's my number one mission is to maintain that is the integrity and honesty of our opinion section, our review section and our feature section. So and, and in yeah. all seriousness, I, I do just want to add that um, in all in all the years that I've been uh, working with ANN and doing this this weird job of uh, talking about my cartoon opinions online, um, mm -hmm. I've I've literally never never once been um, had got I've, I've never gotten any notes on any of my opinions whatsoever. Like I've never had anyone um, push back or try to like change it in uh, in like revisions. Um, and in fact, uh, the number of like out of my hands revisions that uh, I've ever even noticed, I can count on one hand. And they were always, um, they, would add, they never had anything to do about the content of whatever I was writing. It was always just about the, the flow or the structure or, or mm -hmm. you know, uh, maybe this, you know, this paragraph was unnecessary. We're going to condense it down. But like yeah. literally for, for anyone out there that might still actually believe that we get truckloads of money from Funimation, um, uh, for one, Look at me. Do I like? <laughs> do I? I am. I'm wearing. I'm wearing a Target uh, T-shirt um, from uh, uh, from My Hero Academia. I got it on sale for 15 bucks. If I was if I was getting paid by Funimation to show their products, I would be I would be dressing a lot nicer on a day to day basis. But also, guys, yeah. we're operating this podcast <laughs> out of our respective living rooms. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a cat litter box, literally five feet away from me right now. Yeah. It smells yeah. very bad, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's what I've got. It's what Are I've got. To work with. No, no, this is Kasha. She, she, um, she, had a, she has IBD. So, um, she had oh, the no. today. Yeah. Oh no. So, I didn't know cats could get that. Oh, they can. They can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess, I mean, really the main question I had even when this first came out is what, what does this mean? Like, what is this? Um, because the, you know, the, the press release talks about um, uh, some of the like the the publication and uh, cross promotional efforts, but like when it comes to like what's actually going to to potentially uh, be any different about ANN at all, like what is there anything that we can expect specifically at this point? I can hypothesize a couple of different things. I expect that you may see more site advertisements for Bookwalker or Katakawa-related properties, because that's something that was mentioned in there, is that, you know, they saw this as a, a potential for that. That's what they want. And hell, if you want to, you know, if you want to payroll an entire news website so you can put more ads on it for your stuff than whatever, I guess. I mean, we've mostly operated, to my knowledge, I stay out of the advertising section, first and foremost, due to, like, a separation of church and state sort of thing. Like, I don't really like to know who our advertiser are or how much money they are. And if I do know, sometimes it's one of those things where it's like, well, I'm sorry, Chris. Um, I see that, you know, we're going to have some of the stuff go up. And also I've got a feature about why this sucks kind of going up around the same time. And I'm sorry, but that's kind of like the most that that has happened. But um, I would also, we, ANN as a whole has, okay, first off, have you been to our website? Because <laughs> I love it to death. I've worked here for 10 years, but the back end and the forums probably look like 
internet circa 2006 or something like that right we that's what i that. like about it, it, it oh, i feel yeah? so at home it's just i mean it is literally you like the forums like that i mean back when i used to like troll the exact forums when i was in like middle school and high school mm. and they're basically exactly as i remember them and nice. everyone's comfy it. website because nothing's changed in like 20 years we've changed that's not fair we have changed the front page when i started working here we didn't used to have pictures on the front page it was just a list of articles published in chronological order there were no pictures unless you opened it which was very you know friendly for like slower internet connections or old cell phones or things like that we did switch to the version we have now um six at least seven or so years ago i can oh, that's keep right, track of it because i lived in a different house that's like that, how I, that's when we got the the rotating uh the marquee banner. yeah yeah the marquee yeah that, that. that so that was day. new yeah it was a big day for for editorial um so yeah the marquee was added then and i mean as soon as we rolled that out people were like i want the old one back and we had to like put in new options so you could take all the pictures out and go back to the list format like people people like that um but yeah otherwise like not a lot has changed but there have been projects that i've been aware of that have been in the works with our very small web dev team for years like every once in a while i remember like were we talking about that like three years ago what, what's going on um so i think i think lindsay loveridge uh, not representative spokesperson of Anime News Network in this context, um, think that you will probably see um, a ro more robust um, subscriber system soon for people who are already subscribers or, or aren't subscribers because you didn't think that there was much to get out of it um, other than ad removal from the website. Um, I think there's going to be more stuff added there. And that's all been in web development, but just hasn't been like brought out the front doors yet. So I'm hope I'm hoping to see that. Um, I have personally been bothering our web dev team for um, a while just for our CMS to be updated so um, the writers don't have to learn HTML to work here. Um, right. If you guys didn't know this, anything you see on the website, that's coded by hand. We don't have, like, you start a WordPress blog, you know, you get buttons. We don't have those buttons. I want the buttons. <laughs> I want the buttons. No, I mean, I've been doing it. I learned how to code HTML at like 11 or 12, just real basic. So I could build my Sailor Moon fan site on uh, GeoCities. But for those of you who didn't live through that era, you know, but you're a good writer and then you come in and like, yeah, okay. So do you know how to put an image in? Like, do you know the code for that? And a lot of people don't or how to put a hyperlink or how to, um, you know, do anything kind of fancy ish, uh, have had to like learn by hand. Um, I feel bad for like uh, Giancarlo who writes our This Week in Games article because um, he has to italicize every single instance of a video game name that appears in there. Oh, every... it, it's gotten to the point though now where I'll be writing I'll be writing stuff where we don't have to to do the coding like when we're sending stuff in for preview guide and I'll mm -hmm. do it by habit I'll just like I I won't actually italicize with word I'll just type in the text and then yeah. you have to be like no take these out we don't need these for this one it's like oh sorry yeah, yeah. well it's <laughs> also one of those things like <laughs> for word for um uh preview guide or just in general when you guys send in reviews if you've got the tags in there when I go to copy paste them it just turns it into um what is that called um utc 
UTC? Yeah, UTC. Isn't that a universal time code? That's not what I mean. No, do you know works. what I'm talking about where you press like alt and then you put in the thing and then it makes the symbol? It turns yeah. it into that, which once I save it, it doesn't read it as an HTML code anymore. And then I oh, have to enough. just, I just have to redo it anyway. So it's like, don't, you can't do it that way either. You have to do it in the CMS or it doesn't work. So yeah, that's just like quality of life stuff. There's, there's some also, uh, but Lindsay, how I, else am I going to be brought back to the days of uh, embedding three days, grace songs and repeating gifs in my MySpace profile so that people knew how emotional. WYSIWYG. Thank you. Shiroi Hane. Yeah. WYSIWYG is, I mean, that all stands for something, but shorthand, the buttons are called WYSIWYG. We don't have WYSIWYG. Oh, yeah. I want WYSIWYG. Um, UTF-8. Yes, that's what that's called. Not UT. There we go. I almost said UTI, and I'm like, that's different. <laughs> UH, so, UHF? No. UH. There's so many, you know, just U hyphens. Yeah. Uh, this is what it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I would also expect some rollout improvements to the encyclopedia to kind of just improve, like, the error reporting system, which is not great right now. Um, I have over the time worked here, managed to get one of my fingers in like every single area of ANN other than advertising. So I also have encyclopedia editor privileges. So I know how that system works from a user-based standpoint. And let's say, you know, you go to the encyclopedia page for Haikyuu and someone puts in the wrong actor for a role, another user can then mark that as incorrect. But right now there's like no alert system once that is marked incorrect you won't know like if you're the person who input the incorrect data ideally you're the one who goes back in there and fixes it um or one of the encyclopedia editors can fix it but unless you input it or have encyclopedia editor privileges you can't actually remove that information otherwise and there's no like alert system that tells you like hey some info you put in there has been marked as wrong please go check it i would love that because otherwise, the only way you're going to find out is if you just happen upon the page again and notice <laughs> there's like a red error there. And you're like, oh, this. Oh. And then you can see how long ago the error report was. It's like, oh, this error report's been sitting here for, I don't know, two years. Um, I guess I'll fix it. So stuff like that, I think, could be fixed. There's also some other like smaller improvements as far as like duplicate companies or aliases and all these other kinds of things. So um I'd expect that kind of stuff first and foremost, actually. Um, I have a wish list. I don't know how much of it will be, you know, uh, granted. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I would assume like better forums, uh, updates to the encyclopedia, quality of life changes on the back end, um, and a more robust uh, subscriber perks sort of things like that. Um, I'm sure there'll be more announcements uh, coming soon as, as those get worked on and, and things like that. But yeah, um, as far as like the actual content itself, um, news team is not going to stop reporting on say, I don't know, the president of Katakawa who got indicted for bribery for the Olympics. Hey, um, see? That still happened. <laughs> News is still going to talk about it. I can still talk about it on this podcast if I want to. Um, there's I not can gonna... make fun of Isekai until the day that the sun expands and destroys this entire godforsaken universe. Yes. Because I will. Yes. 
Yes. And, and unless they're good, unless they're good, in which case, you know. I was going to say, happy. maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get Twitter verification, but we don't want that now. So, you know. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I, my, my final question, honestly, was um, when is Elon Musk going to buy us? Because obviously oh, right. that's the next inevitable step, right? Right. Um, is, uh, oh. He's going to get, he's going to get mad about us joking would, about him buying Twitter. He would Twitter fire all of us so fast, James. He would, and that's <laughs> also something people, not Elon Musk, but people are like, well, Lindsay, like integrity, this and that, but can't they just fire you? They cannot just fire me. I have a contract. Um, and there is a process if I, if they wanted to get rid of me and it's not just because one person got mad. So um, no one's just going to like up and disappear and be, you know, packing their little box with their house plant, <laughs> mostly because we don't have an office. So that can't happen, but you know, I might, if that happened to me, I might do that. I would just put some house plants in a box, move it from my home office into my living room and be like. Symbolically. Yeah, <laughs> symbolically. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think Elon Musk would buy it. I'm actually surprised he hasn't bought some into anime, some anime company, to be honest, because he's no. like flirted with that for a while. He had a full metal alchemist profile picture at one point. But I mean, I don't know. Right now he's arguing with Stephen King on whether he can get 20 bucks out of him per month or eight or something. So, you know. Keep fighting a good fight, Steve. Yeah. Grandpa Stephen, go, you know, you, you, you do it for us. Someone's got to make fun of that guy. Right. Yeah. Cause we can't take away his money. So we might as well make fun of him. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, also someone, someone else had asked me earlier because it is mentioned in um, the, uh, it's either in the post or in the press release about a senior executive at AN stepping down. Uh, it's not anyone anyone here is really uh, aware of. We have some staff in Japan who have been there with us for a while. And one member from that staff is who was semi-retired before is now going to be fully retired. So again, that shouldn't affect anything the readers are regularly interacting with anyway, as far as like, you know, daily streaming is staying this week in anime is staying. This week in games is staying. Um, all the regular features, nothing's getting uh, thrown into the bin. We're still going to make dumb fan cam videos for birthdays because I oh, love yeah. them. You know, um, we're still expanding into TikTok. Please go to adanimenewsnetwork.com on TikTok and give us a follow if you like that platform. Um, we're doing new stuff and birthday stuff and fun stuff over there too and clips from this show. And yeah. So I think that's mostly it, unless James, you had any other pressing questions, no. comments, concerns? No. As as long as I can still uh, have my uh, needlessly verbose and overlong um, deep dives into Pop Team Epic and uh, Chainsaw Man, and what else am I reviewing this season? To Your Eternity. Um, yeah. And all the other stuff, then we'll be fine. Yeah. 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 Um, someone, uh, Astral Sky asked, any changes to preference of content based on the corporate overhead in the future? No. Um, I will continue, at least from the editorial perspective, um, I will continue to publish the things that I think you guys want to read and that I, or I think is important for some reason or another. I mean, that doesn't mean we'll never write about a Katokawa property, but I'm not going to prioritize or, or like, prioritize pitches of stuff that covers Katokawa content necessarily. If they have a good show and someone has a good pitch about that show, I'll publish it. But 
I'm not going to actively be like, all right, we got to meet some sort of feature quota to have, you know, why this Katokawa property is good actually or something like that. Um, just not into it. Um, Nick asks, when does my Be Nice to Sword Art online check from Katakawa clear lens? First off, lens. Second, um, no. <laughs> There's no Be Nice to Sword Art online check. The new progressive movie did just come out in Japan. We do have a review for that up. The review for that is up because I think people like Sword Art Online and they care about the movie. No one asks me to do things. I know that makes me sound really important, but I mean, just like no one asks me like, Lindsay, we really need you to come up with, that's what advertorials are. And those are marked separately. And um, sometimes like we might have a writer who, who does that and gets paid for it. But again, that's advertising. And I try to stay absolutely 100% out of it as much as possible. Uh, will you still be providing some news? We will still be providing all of the news. We have it's a big news. It's in the <laughs> name. Um, we have a, a, a great news team. Um, they're all staying with us. No one's getting laid off or leaving. Um, or if they're leaving, I don't, you know, it's by their own choice. But I have not heard of any staff members at all, period, uh, leaving. So you will still get tons of news articles Lindsay, every day way, uh, after the show i think we um, we should probably have a just a quick talk um uh, just that's not they... funny james <laughs> that's not funny <laughs> um we uh yeah we'll still be publishing all the news that you need manga video games and anime um as much as our news team can as quickly as they can as current as they can so i still think you know we are one of the best places to get the most robust coverage on um, Japanese pop culture, 100%. Um, is Kirito still a girl in the series? Theo, I don't know what's going on in Sword Art Online anymore. I fell off during um, Alicization. So sorry about that. Um, let's see. Were there any other any other questions from chat before we start talking about Chainsaw Man and Akiba Made War and, and stuff? I will give you a moment. Will this change the hiring process for new writers or staff contributors? No, at least not. Um, I don't oversee people getting hired for a news team. I know that uh, stuff in those sections, you know, just check our job site or the job page when there are openings there, if that's something that you're interested in. Um, for editorial, I mean, I currently don't have like staff positions, but as far as um, freelance contributor, you've got a pitch. You can always send those to me. That hasn't changed. Um, I'm still the person who looks at those and decides whether yes or no on those and would be working me. It'd either be myself or Kim Morrissey who'd probably work with you on your draft if you needed it, if it needed work. But that's still just that's still just me. 100 percent. Um, also, thank you for the compliment. Uh, Shining Falcon wrote, you are the best place for Japanese pop culture. Be proud of that. Thank you. We work really hard on it. Um, again, it, there's still not, a, there's not a ton of us. Our, we have less than 50 people on our staff, if you include every single department. But I think as far as the writing staff goes, um, less than 20, probably closer to less than 15. So yeah, it takes, it takes all of us, um, to keep, to keep the ship going. Y'all should see uh, the email threads when we're trying to put together something uh, complicated. It is yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, we we just got a staff Discord, and I have heard that maybe that might be one of the perks is for subscriber bases. We might, you know, let you guys into the, the community Discord and, and certain stuff to just, you know, talk about anime or, or whatever. So um, maybe look out for that. Just want to say good luck, Cat uh, with two Ts, one seven twenty. 1721 says, just wanted to say good luck to you guys with these future changes. We'll still be reading ANN day to day for news, future, etc. And I hope for your sake, you get the buttons, Lindsay. Yes, give me the button. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying, you guys. Um, okay. I think, James, should we do Chainsaw Man or Occupy Maid War first? I, I want to talk about the Vroom Vroom Boy. All and right, the, let's talk about the, the, vroom the vroom. stinky demon girl. And the stinky demon and her cat. Um, let me just pull up. And the world's most beleaguered, unwilling adoptive father. I feel so bad for Aki, man. We so should bad all feel bad for Aki. I know, but I feel like we've all been him before. Let's. I wanted to try using this feature. Now, look, we're over the image as opposed hey. to the side of it, so it's even yeah. bigger. Although I feel like I'm getting some weird fuzziness on my camera. So you guys, like, if I start looking weird, just just let me know. All right, so this this episode takes place in the aftermath of the the bat demon fight, and James, I'm going to let you narrate it this time because I think I did it last week. So, what, uh, what's going I mean, on in Chainsaw Man? Well, there's another devil. Uh, this one is even lovelier than the blood drinking bat devil. She's it's, the leech uh, devil. Yeah, let me and, get to um, the leech devil. She was the honestly, bat devil's boyfriend. Yeah, it was girlfriend. Yeah, it's, it was hard to get screenshots because I wasn't entirely sure uh, how much of the About big, the... the big floppy tits we could show. She had six of them, didn't she? Yeah. She had like, uh, there were like udders, but not udders. Um, nah, yeah. There was... was no comment from Denji about them being boobs. So I don't think he considered them boobs, but you know, we'll, we'll keep it safe for you. Missed two. opportunity, Fujimoto. That was, the, you, you set that up for yourself and you didn't capitalize, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, uh, Leech Devil, the uh, girlfriend of the uh, recently uh, deceased Bat Devil, uh, really mad at Denji for murdering her boo because yeah. um, you know they had a dream, right? They had yeah. they had well, they were one of those couples. They had a shared goal. They were partners. You know, they were artists. They, um, yeah. they wanted to to murder and eat every human alive. And mm -hmm. now they can't do that because, as the episode makes sure to remind you, uh, the Bat Devil's guts are just all over the place. Um, yeah. It's worth pointing out that this entire fight happens just in, in the in the gut pile. In the gut pile, yeah. They're they're sloshing around the whole time. It's honestly my my hats are off to the entire production crew for really committing to the bit. Um, it would yeah. have been so easy for like the leech devil to like stomp in and then like make a crater and then you know oh no the guts are gone isn't that convenient? But yeah. now Denji's just slipping and sliding and uh, <laughs> it was yeah. a truly a sight to behold. Yeah. Um, but he is super motivated because um, on account of saving Miaui and, and power, um, he has been told that he can, in fact, cop a feel. Yeah. And uh, even though he's um, having a little performance anxiety with his chainsaws. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have enough blood, James. It was because he was weak from the bat fight. I mean, I feel like Read that's also that. the cause of other performance anxiety as well. If we're, at least if we're talking the mechanics of it. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but either way, he's doing his best with his little chainsaw nub. And yeah. um, it's not quite enough to get the job done, even though he does, he makes some great faces um, along yeah. the way. 
Um, he really, he's really giving his 110% maximum effort. But thankfully, yeah. uh, Aki is there to solve the problem in what might be the most badass moment of the show so far. It was extremely cool. It was extreme. Although this was all really good too. Like basically Denji's like, I'm challenging you. Well, it's a, it's a dream challenge. It's a dream. A dream We're going to have a dream. Whose dream is stronger? My dream to touch a tit or your dream to avenge your boyfriend. And um, he just goes like <laughs> full psycho about it. But ultimately like ends up impaled. Yeah, his eyeball is all weird on on one side for most of it. But he ends up impaled on her tongue. And then Aki shows up and we finally get to see him go, Kon. Kon. Yeah. So cool. I have been waiting to see the fox demon mm-hmm. ever since it showed up in the manga. I've been like, that is going to be really cool. This moment is going to be really, really cool. Um, it did not disappoint. Yeah. It's just and a then- head, though, too. There's yes. no body attached, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then we also got the um, uh, the crew. We finally got to to really dig into the crew right there. Yeah, um, uh, including um, oh my gosh, oh. Kobeni, Kobeni, and Himeno. Yeah, I like I, Himeno. I always forget this guy's name. I can't um, remember his name either. Sorry, dude. But Kobeni, chat, tell yeah. us the guy with the scar. Please. Kobeni, Kobeni's my favorite. She's great. She gets some of the. Um, without spoiling anything at all, she just gets some of the best laugh out loud, funniest moments of the entire manga, just straight up. Um, She's just a bundle of anxiety, and they don't show her any mercy for it <laughs> no. like, at all. No, no, she. Oh, his name Nick is says okay. his name is not expendable, Nick. Um, yeah, don't know what. Can't remember this guy's name off the top of my head. Although I know he has some good moments uh, later, but I <laughs> nickname is Redshirt. Um, no, I like Himeno a lot, and we only kind of got a little bit of just a taste a teeny, of her. Yeah, just a teeny bit. About... Yeah, yeah. But I'm sorry. I just uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna get a taste of her soon enough. Um... <laughs> oh yeah, I know. But okay, it took me a minute, and then I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, who doesn't love a, a lady with an eye patch? I don't know. I just don't recall if she's she has definitely been featured in probably some color manga art before, but mm-hmm. I just didn't recall that you know she had like these really pretty green eyes or eye, yeah, too. So the yeah. eye game in this anime is really strong. It's really yeah. the eye game is power's eyes are like, and again I know I've seen color art of power, but I never just I yeah. never really processed how vibrant and interesting her eyes were. Um, yeah, yeah. I just want to share that everyone booed your taste joke. So just... <laughs> don't boo me. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write the manga. Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah. So they, you know, they clean up the the devil mess everywhere. And then um, power moves. Well, Denji goes to the hospital and we see um, it's making apple rabbits. Which I think are like a staple of Japanese like bento. I figure there had to be a thing like that, like the little octopus hot dogs, but um, yeah, I'm the kind of person, the only reason I took this picture is because honestly, um, I need to eat more fruit in my diet. And for some reason, apples are the ones that I'm the worst at eating like raw. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I just, they're, they're like too much work, you know, like you got to bite <laughs> through the skin or you got to, you got to cut them into wedges. And you gotta how, are they more, how are they any more work than peeling an orange? Uh, an orange, you can just, you don't need a knife to peel an orange. 
You know? Well, you don't peel an apple. You eat the peel. That's where all the vitamins are at anyway. Well, uh, Do you cut the crust off your PB&J too, James? No, I'm not a monster. No, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Uh, but I I, I, thought, I saw this and I was like, you know, I'd be 10 times more likely to eat my apples if they look like little rabbits. So yeah, <laughs> I'm yes. going to have to teach myself how to do that as, as, as cool as, uh, as Aki does. Just yeah. Cause I've, I've never, I've never tried to do it, but you know, you can get, you can also get an apple core, which is, you just put it on top of the apple and it slices the entire thing for you. Um, so you could do that. And then the only part you'd need the knife for is to basically lift under the skin and then cut the triangle out to make the the ears okay and, and uh sorry i'm from washington state like our import is our i'm from washington is... too i i know that apples are good they're just yeah. emotionally they're too much work you gotta okay. you gotta throw away the core you can't just you know like and yes, I know you have to throw away the peel for the orange you still haven't made an argument on how it's any different than an orange <laughs> Maybe I have some repressed memories of like a mean babysitter trying to make me eat apple yeah. or something. Maybe you just ate a lot of Granny Smiths and they were sour and you're like, you know, I actually did. Honestly, to be honest, I hate Granny Smiths. That's actually oh, wow. true. I, yeah. yeah. I, um, Honey crisp all the way. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuji's. All right. Theo. Theo is here to tell us that he eats the core. Buddy, I mean, it's not going to kill you, but just FYI, the seeds have arsenic in them. Moving on. <laughs> don't like to eat apple seeds. Don't do more than one at a time, I guess. Yeah. Well, you're fine with just a core. It would probably take a lot to get sick. But, you know, also peach pits are poisonous. Yeah. For those who didn't know. Now, anyway, there's a fruit. Now, there's a fruit. Peaches. There's, there's a, a fruit. fruit. Yeah. <laughs> there's a fruit. Yeah. The, the stone fruits, right? Yes. Whoops, how did I zoom in on Aki there? Okay. Um, this is where we see his, like, goth boy arm bandages because he's given his skin to the fox demon to make a contract. But um, this was just funny. Like, I guess, <laughs> did all these people, like, approach Aki about... I think they so. Like, They're like, hey! Oh, I don't... There's, like, three of them. Did you get the guy who was like a follow-up like i was in that car and he said he didn't care about me and then threw the car and no, i had to well, jump out oh. when there's that many subtitles it's hard because you, got, you know you can't yeah, get it all yeah. in one but it is cute that like it's this nightmarish blood-drenched horny chainsaw monster that's <laughs> screaming about tits and yeah. this dude's like can my daughter meet him he's just like captain america it's the same um so this is yeah aki basically just saying like please don't I liked this whole sequence. So There's good. A, there so was this, good. this episode in and of itself was actually pretty cinematic. Like, mm -hmm. but that I felt really hit home here when we have this sort of uh, long morning sequence. Denji hasn't woken up yet. So this is like what Aki does in the morning when he has time for himself. And like, we see him with his hair down and he brushes his teeth and um, we see him make like, artisanal coffee for himself or yeah. he like grinds it in kind of an older fashioned grinder that's got the the pull-out drawer and i don't think that was a french press style because there was no pressing involved but you know no, it's, um, I, it's similar to the uh, it's not exactly the same but it's similar to the the vietnamese coffee that i have oh, okay yeah um, yeah you just put it over the he put it over the carafe but i have one where you just straight up put it over your mug and then mm -hmm. you put the grounds in and you pour the hot water in so. yeah yeah, which I mean is just 
It's the same how like a most standard coffee pot works, only you're sticking the grounds in like a slot and then the hot water is automated through it. Yeah. But it just has a more homey, like cozy feel to like watch him do it. And he takes it, he takes a newspaper, which I thought was really funny. He doesn't have his phone to read the news out on his back porch. He takes he's an actual newspaper. physical newspaper out there with his coffee and his cigarettes and, you know, just has a moment until Denji, you know, wakes up and is Denji. Um, like, I, based on how this world works and the fact that Denji is apparently 14, I'm sure Aki is like 18 or whatever. But he's, or, yeah, I've but never... he's been orphaned for quite a while. Like he said, his entire family was killed by... um. That's true. So, so maybe he's, he's an he's an actual adult. He's, yeah, yeah. But, uh, he had real mid thirties vibes, and I I appreciated that. Yeah, him. yeah, I like him a lot. And you know, he's got his apron on here, and it kind of the timing was a little weird, but it didn't seem like there was much time gap between Denji getting up and asking what was for lunch. So I'm kind of wondering if Denji stayed in bed until like noon or oh, he something. Definitely did. 100%. And then, and then Aki's making curry. And he's like, yeah, this was a really great entrance for her, I thought. Like, Big Oscar vibes. Yeah, she so broke long. the doorknob. <laughs> she did. She did. And she's got her lo her lovable cat who loves her. I don't know what 76.1 is other than maybe a radio station. I was going to say, yeah, maybe it's the Japanese equivalent of K-Rock or Kiss FM or... Or something, yeah. yeah. I like her high waist. It's like she's serving looks right now. Like I really like her high waisted shorts, like yeah. a lot. And she's yeah. got a backpack and a duffel bag and a suitcase and a cat. And for whatever reason, um, Makima sent her to live there. And he got we got to see Aki get all blushy because he's like, "Why are you making me live with these crazies?" And she's just like, "Well, it's because I trust you more than anyone," which is probably bullshit. But he totally bought it, so. Oh, wow, yeah. we had the screen cap right after that. I didn't even yeah. need to summarize. But, but it's but, true. <laughs> why? <laughs> why would you do this to me? Why would you? Why would? Yeah. The whole, yeah, the whole thing. So that's, yeah, that's, his blush is very light compared to what we usually see in anime. Like, it's kind of, you could miss it. But, um, yeah. Oh, uh, Theo pointed out, I forgot. This show doesn't take place in modern day. It takes place in the 90s. So that explains the newspaper. Right. Yeah, I yeah. always forget. I forget that. But, yeah, yeah. And then we, you know, get the full power experience of her being a nasty gremlin. Yeah. Um, does she not know how a toilet works? No, I think she does. I, well, maybe actually not. I, she actually probably has defecate. I mean, she was naked for most of her however long she spent on Earth before joining up with the the Devil Hunters. So she probably just popped a squat wherever. That's true, yeah. Buried it like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like yeah, that's probably. kind of what she tried to do right there. She just because she just covered it in toilet paper. Just that's what my cat it. does. She just they go at it and they just get as much toilet paper as they can. And she was probably like, oh, I'll just put this on top right here and then it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this um if I if I move our thing to the side here for a second so we can see the subtitles. She says, I prefer to only occasionally flush my feces, which suggests that wherever she was before had a toilet like not you know not when she was living like feral but i always felt like that was her like her kind of lying habit where she's like no i i do flush it i just don't want to do it right now oh like, okay <laughs> like... that that is equally possible she it's either a 
you know, sometimes she just left like turds in the toilet and whatever, or, and shut the lid and pretended they weren't there or something, or, or be like, she doesn't really know how a toilet works. And this is, I mean, I guess she's been at the offices for however long. So she yeah. presumably had to use toilet, but maybe she's just, just been dumping in the toilets and then walking away. It, I mean, if she was using like public facilities, who was going to, who was going to say anything? Someone else was going to come into the stall eventually and then be like, Ugh! and then flush it. But she'd be long gone by then. There was no one to judge her immediately. And I, I know, and I know in Japan too, they do have a lot of the, the public toilets that are just more the, um like the outhouse style, like the. Oh, like that's the, true. So the squat, yeah, the squat toilet. The squats, yeah, yeah, it could so. have been like that. I'm trying to think now that we know this is in 1997, if we had automated flushing toilets, like the, because those are, you know, in most public facilities now, like, yeah, there's a handle, but also there's a sensor. And once you move your body weight out of the way, like it'll just flush. So I also don't, but I don't know if they had those in 1997. Maybe. In America, I feel like maybe. I feel like I was kind of alive when that switchover happened, but I'm not sure when, like it was maybe when I was pretty young or so. So anyway. I mean, yeah. point being, she has at least been for a portion of her life used to just crap it in the woods. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, good faces from both guys here. There are a lot of good faces in this episode, but um, Denji just looks annoyed and Aki can't believe what situation he's in. <laughs> I don't like this. This is really gross. I they say that wand wasn't brown when he started. I'm oh, sure you know what? Actually, I'm I was trying to look at it more to see if this was like a scrubby wand or um, they also make what's basically pumice stones on sticks for cleaning toilets. Oh, well. like it. I don't <laughs> know what which one it is. He might need the pumice stone. Yeah, yeah, because he's saying it's yeah. So gross. Not. It's really weird how this scene seems to naturally go to him like judging her for her her disgusting dumps to sexy and like but it's like it's not sexy <laughs> to like make out you know in a bathroom stall right after you've cleaned right. up one party shit from the toilet but on the other hand like Teenagers are stupid. Oh, as, that a, as a high school teacher, I can tell you. They make they out are. in the bathrooms, man. There's not oh, a lot of places. They do a when... lot more than that now. Oh. It's problematic. <laughs> and uh, it is gross. Yeah. 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 It's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the the number of times, and not me, thankfully, but yeah. the number of times we've, we've been told that security has found uh, um, a couple of kids just literally on the floor in the bathroom. It's more than once, which is too many. <laughs> At least pack a towel in your backpack I'm sure, or something I'm, so I'm you sure can lay it down first. I do not know? think it involved that much forethought. <laughs> no, no. Because, I mean, this isn't like a judgment of... It's just how it is, you know? Um, I mean, not every not every teenager is is going to try and get away with something in the school bathroom. But but Denji totally but they would. but Denji totally would power and Denji totally would and all I'm saying is that they have been doing that forever yeah. as long as there have been high schools with 
and bathrooms. Kids have been trying to like feel each other up or whatever in them. It's just, you know, yeah. or stairwells. Yeah. Or, or the local park. Yeah. If they live close enough and can walk there, the local park, it's just kind of, that's just bleachers, just bleachers, classic makeout spot. Yep. Yep. Really. And any, any place that is dark and cramped and presumably smelly and unsanitary. It's yeah. Yeah. Most, most people's first brush with like a sexual experience is not like fairy lights and romantic music and longingly looking at each other. Okay. It's like, it's a mix of hormones and urge and convenience. That's just how it works out. And we aren't judging someone in the comments are saying that this creeps us out or we're making them monsters. No, this is totally normal. Like I'm, okay, well, to be fair, what, they are literally monsters. They are like, both they, demons. They, they are literally <laughs> that is gore, gore monsters that feast on flesh and blood. That so is, that, that's worth noting. That, yeah, that is an important distinction. Their standards for hygiene are different. They've both yes. literally been inside the guts of, of creatures recently. Yeah, so. were we not here like an episode ago where Denji cut open a bat and retrieved power and a cat inside of a cage from its stomach and then cradle her lovingly in its viscera. Like that is, you know, that's just kind of how it goes for this show. Um, I am absolutely not judging them for making out in a bathroom. What I'm trying to say is that it is almost refreshing in how like kind of gritty normal that is instead of presenting this very idealized uh, sexual situation I mean, even in most anime, like, even if it's kind of jokey, a jokey harem show or something like that, it's still, like, in someone's bedroom and the girl's wearing, like, what looks like really expensive lingerie under her school uniform or something like that. And And she, like, trips and falls crotch first on his face. And and then he uh, blushes a whole bunch and the hands end up somewhere and then she's just really shy about it. That's what we typically see in anime. I'm kind of, like, I like that this is completely different from that this feels more realistic to me even no, though they are this, demon this, kids this feels like it was it was uh in it I, I guess i don't want to make i don't want to paint with too broad of a brush eh? that's a that's a mean joke but it, it this feels like it is drawing from like an actual intimate experience that mm-hmm. any number of people could have had right uh, and you don't even have to be teenagers it's like look let's get real when you're yeah. married and you live in the same house with someone for a decade your standards for what does and does not constitute gross totally fall by the wayside you know oh yeah like the bathroom door stays open and, and that's just how it can be sometimes and that's like how people actually are yeah um, and so is it weird that he's going to be copping a feel while the bathroom definitely smells like her caked on human <laughs> dukes i mean yeah that's probably not how i would want to want to go about it but he's made it his life's goal to touch yeah. a booby and he's being told that he can get three booby touches three of them and not only that like another thing i want to add on that makes this different than what we usually see in anime too is that um it's completely consensual like yeah. she she is an uh eager eager participant in it i mean power didn't seem like she was like when he first talked to her about it, like she fully understood like what the big deal is or really understands it. But when she approaches him in this situation, it did have big Oscar vibes. Like when, um, 
there's a time when when Asuka kind of had a similar uh, approach to Shinji, although Shinji and Denji aren't really anything alike whatsoever. But just that she's like, yeah, um, I'm going to... And up until this point, I also like that even though she had told Denji, like, if he gets Meowie back, um, he can, you know, grope her. He hasn't at any point, like, pushed it on her until she brought it up, which I, I liked that as well, that, like... Yeah. He, he knew that, but he wasn't gonna um, chase her or, you know, do any yeah, of that kind of, like, like, usual shenanigans. Um, Mineta from My Hero Academia. Yeah. He's not yeah. gonna, like, perv on her. He, yeah. He, he, in his weird pantomime way, he asks, like, hey, I did the thing. Can I touch yeah. your boob? Yeah. And I think it's worth pointing out, um, I've actually, I've had this conversation before. Um, I have some, some friends and acquaintances who are, um, they're asexual, right? Mm -hmm. And so they don't experience you know sexual desire and attraction and like in the same way that a, a lot of people would really um like understand and um you know one of the questions that you know they they end up getting asked a lot when we were talking about this is like well you know like what if you have a partner that is interested in having sex you know is like is it wrong for them to like you know have sex with you and they're like no like i still want to but it's 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 not rooted in like you know, the physical carnal aspect. I want to feel like close to my partner and I want to do something nice for them. And I think what I, I like the most about this interaction is that even though she's literally propositioning him in a smelly bathroom, yeah, there, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of interest in it for her, like physically, like she doesn't seem like horny for him or anything. Yeah. So she's like, Hey, like I was totally not gonna let you touch my boo, but I really appreciate the fact that you saved my cat and me. So go ahead. Like, I'm, and I'm you like, didn't get me kicked out because he he covered yeah. for her because she, you know, uh, Aki kind of caught on. Like, so how'd all your blood end up in that line that leads into the house where the bat was at? And then she's like, oh, I don't know what happened. And so he covered for her too, so yeah. that she didn't get um, kicked out. So that's why he gets three. Uh, booby touches and the episode ends before the booby touches but yeah I liked I like that she was you know like you were saying even if she wasn't hot for him specifically that she was still interested in um it's like a platonic it happy, it's, a, it's a platonic booby touch yeah it's like it, it doesn't feel you're curious like about the booby touches I have boobies you did some yeah. cool stuff for me so you know I'm gonna let you like figure this this out but i'm giving you the limit of three and because of the way denji is handled even though he's way into it the boobies even, all of his interactions with her before like when she told him three i came away from it thinking like he, he'll only do the three like i trust yeah. him <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah he ain't gonna go for number four that's not his style yeah yeah he's not gonna he's not gonna push it uh the ending now oh i also wanted to say i've seen that there's already a figure made that you can pre-order of power in this outfit uh grasping her own boob in her hand while she's sitting on a toilet um yeah recreating this moment so i mean i don't know if you liked this uh you can get a figure of it and oh um, i forgot to get a screenshot of her going blarg in the in the in, in the ending theme oh yeah there's there's so many like I, I watched the ending theme and I was like, okay on the song, but I liked the sequence quite a lot. And she goes through a bunch of different costumes in it. And mm -hmm. like, I need to get like six friends to be every version of power from yes. this ending sequence at a con. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate, um, and it, uh, it has, um, 
Kaguya Sama vibes. Any ending with a, an, an elaborately choreographed and uh, delightfully well animated dance sequence is pretty okay in my book. Yeah, yeah. All right, we only have about five minutes, but we got to talk about Akiba Mavor. So, aka the other best chainsaw anime this season. Yeah. Wait, you had to have given me that, right? Where? Yeah, there it is. All right. I um, didn't. I, I screwed up royally, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Here's uh, Ronko and Zoya, who who I get a kick out of the fact their name is Zoya because if you watched um, Glow on Netflix until yeah. it was canceled for stupid reasons, um, the character that uh, Allison Brie plays is Zoya the Destroyer. Yeah. And so that's what I thought of when they when they did that. But yeah, um, we didn't talk about the previous episode last time because I was I was behind on it, but. Um, just to like quickly summarize, it's a it's a big Ashtano Joe joke. The yep. entire thing, the entire thing's a huge Ashtano Joe joke, and there's also like a black market for rare figures. And the lady who really wants it, her name is Tyra. And I don't know if this is. I kept thinking that was like a vague reference to the the shop um, Tora Noana, which is a, a Japanese um, online shop. Because uh, Tora means tiger and Tyra sounds a lot like tiger, but I don't know if that was necessarily the connection. But there's a lot of just references to Ashton Cho in it. And um, the uh, manager gets naked for no reason at least once um, yep. to show her sincerity. Um, dudes just get capped, and there's a lot of good boxing scenes in it. So. Yep. And, and, and Renko meets maybe the only maid in the show that could go toe to toe with her uh, in a in a bare knuckle brawl to the death. So, and in that case, it's Zoya who's now joined the cafe as of episode four. But I also liked that they were like battling it out over whether being like a badass boxer counts as being cute or not. And Zoya had this whole like disillusionment because she wasn't allowed to be cute as a child. She had to be like a tough. Russian girl or something and they wouldn't let her play with dolls and so she loves maids or or yeah but uh, this week um, the girls they try to get them into ship shape with a drill instructor well so I mean I guess it's important to note we basically learn the the kind of core like structure of this entire Akiba like made mafia the yeah the, the creature oh the like the creature creature land the, creature land yes creature land ex group yeah ex explains all the animal themes yeah um, and they are run by uh, a matron of murder uh, yeah. who straight up gut shoots a poor woman <laughs> through the back hey she <laughs> was uh she, she was, was skimming off the top she was skimming off the top yeah <laughs> so yeah the more the more frills the the more dangerous. Yeah, when you've got a when you've got a hoop built into your skirt, uh, <laughs> you only get that when you've taken a life. Um, yeah, and, and watch and watch them die. Yeah. Um, that's that's my assumption about the rules of this universe. I liked that immediately after this, she handed the gun to the maid that we see here on the right. And oh, she's she like, only, I'm glad to take the fall for this. She only called her up to grab the gun from her when she killed the second. Yeah, one. get your fingerprints on this. Yeah. yeah, and the chief is just like there. <laughs> yeah, she yeah she's the only one who wasn't in a. Oh, we we don't have it there, but 
all the other, I assume, managers or or leads or whatever are in made costumes as well, except for Pig Sai Chief because she wears like the butler uniform. Yeah. And I can't make heads or tails of her because she's like, would you say she's just opportunistic? She reminds me a lot of um, the Zombieland Saga, Memoru Miyano's character in Zombieland Saga. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, hmm. The chief, we're talking the chief, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think the the run, the recurring thing about the chief is that she's like, she's, she's almost preternaturally stupid. Okay. To like, she's not just like self-destructively stupid, but like yeah. the world contorts itself to punish her for her stupidity, mm-hmm. but she keeps getting out of it, which yeah. is like what makes her charming. Yeah. Um, like she'll be, she'll become a destitute, trash scrounging uh, vagabond. You um, have. That. I want to see if that. Yes. And is this? Is this? This a, is definitely a reference to Grave of the Grave Fireflies. Grave okay, of the Fireflies. A, I was like, this feels like a, a dark, <laughs> dark route, but that's the old. I was like, this has to be a reference to yeah. the, the dying children in Grave it, of the Fireflies. It is a reference to that. Like I watched this, I was like, are they doing this? Um. So just like context, the drill instructor shows up from from Creature Land to like get all the maids into shape and get the place running so that they're actually earning their quote-unquote sweets money so that you know maybe the weird otaku guy will quit threatening to kill them all the time and um chief here and the panda which is a man in a panda suit although i don't think we've ever seen him outside of the panda suit no i don't even know for sure that it's a man now that i say that but yeah, i guess that's true we, 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 we don't, don't know, know. Who it is. they don't we, speak they don't leave the suit they just pretend to be a panda and hang out in the pig themed. You can kind of see why they got cut. So they decide both of them are bad influences and the drill instructor kicks them out so that uh, she can get the maids into shape. And in the meantime, they're absolutely destitute. They're eating out of the garbage. They're like just slowly transforming into, into homeless people essentially. And then they do this bit here at the end where it appears they are starving to death and they kind of do a, a uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the really tragic ending of Grave of the Fireflies, where spoiler, I guess this movie is really old. the The boy who who did survive uh, up until that point, the war, starves to death in a subway station because everyone because there's just a a lot of um, like oh, orphan yeah. orphaned youth with no uh, safety net for them, and they were just and so he just like dies there and it's extra sad because that's the ending that's written for the book it was written by the the man who was that boy but he felt guilt because his little sister died and he lived so in his book version he dies too so that's all just like really sad and then they do this and then she comes back with a rocket launcher yes to get back her to your get back her cafe her cafe um if you don't recognize uh, the girl on the left here with brown hair, it's the uh, gal, uh, Shippo. That's it, right? Shippo? Shippon? Shippon. Shippon, I think. Shippo is in Inuyasha. Shippon, yeah. yeah. Um, they were giving, uh, the drill instructor was giving her a lot of crap for her hair and makeup. And so she went natural for some of this episode. But, uh, you know, until they uh, <laughs> just... <laughs> 
blow everything up because my makeup's the bomb just the way it is. Um, part of like the uh, the whole. They have to carve a, a ch <laughs> they have to chainsaw carve a, an effigy, an effigy to the creature land group. Yeah, yeah, and, then and they it gets blown it. up with a rocket launcher at the end, and they all come together for it, and they're like they're making their money, but there's stuff going on kind of in the background that's not necessarily directly stated. Like um, the girl with the pigtails starts looking like um, to make her money quota, she's like not eating. Um, yeah, it's worth noting that the drill instructor violently abuses all of the girls until they're psychologically beaten down into complete submission. Yes, um, which by throwing makes them off them buildings. Maze, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so um, Shifon like isn't down for that, and she was gonna like bail, but then she saw Chief eating out of a garbage can and decided to stick it out until they like made it past the. The period to get the A-OK -okay, and then Chief immediately comes back, Panda immediately comes back, uh, Shippon puts, you know, goes back to normal and they blow up the the effigy and then she like slaps, that's the knees of the um, drill instructor down there uh, she knocks her out It's the second it most satisfying beatdown of uh, the past couple weeks Yeah, right just... with, with Choo Choo knocking that girl out in Gundam Man, we might not have time to get to Gundam today. I just wanted to throw out there, like, Elon, I think, is going to um, become the next member of Suleta's Harem. That's all. Oh, they're all going to be in Suleta's Harem. The whole school. <laughs> the whole school. <laughs> the entire school. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. But no, our poor, our poor heroine, whose name I've already forgotten. I feel bad. I keep forgetting the main character of Akiba Made War's name, even though they said it. Me... Me? It's like Megu is it Meguchi or Meg? No, not no. Nagomi. 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 Okay, that's Nagomi. that's a name. That's a real name. Yeah. That's um, name. This poor girl is. Um, you can 17 see years old. You can see her sanity slipping. Yeah. You can see her her the cracks starting to 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 form in the yeah. facade of her of her uh, stable mind and. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be delightful by the end of the season when she's like doing gun ballet with Renko or whatever. Yeah. Her, her inevitable fate. But I felt so bad because she had that moment of realization where she said, wait a minute. I haven't really been doing maid things at all since I started being a maid. I've this mostly murder. just been complicit in horrible murders. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great show. Um, even if you don't get all the anime references, it's still really funny. Like you don't have to have watched Ashtano Joe to appreciate the absurdity of like made boxing and um they had like a a booth where you could bet the value of your organs mm -hmm. on the maids and so like she bet her pancreas yeah. uh what was the, the was name of the, the name of the place was i want to borrow your pancreas <laughs> yeah instead of i want to eat your pancreas it was i want to borrow your pancreas which is another other anime joke but guys this is yeah. a five-star anime all right yeah like, i don't know who it's for necessarily <laughs> everyone people just that us. like good things I mean, <laughs> yeah yeah in a it's season just... where you have chainsaw man gundam witch for mercury mob psycho 103 mm -hmm. uh i know a lot of people are stoked about the new uh bleach which i'll be honest I, I i haven't watched but i've heard great things about it yeah the fact that akiba made war is in the front running for best of the season. Yeah. That's that's how you know you've got a good season of anime. Yeah.
Oh, thanks for sharing. We got to talk about Mob Psycho next time because the episode for this last week was really good. And I am terrified of Psycho Helmet. He's scary. He's really I know. scary. I've, I've been I've been waiting until we, we cover it on the show to catch up, but it's been like, it's going to be like a whole day of catch up now. But I, I've oh. also been hearing that this, we're building up to what's probably going to be what people are saying is like the big awesome moment. Yeah, and I wanted to. I wanted to savor it all in in one sweet binge session. So yeah, yeah. There's just there was a lot of really good fights in the most recent episode. Um, we see the the return of guy blonde hair guy that's with the March really with the March Simpson hair. Yeah, March Simpson hair, and he gets he gets some pretty cool moments. Also, if you guys are watching My Hero Academia, that's still like really good right now too. Um, Oh, speaking of Marge Simpson, the Death Note parody came out over the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I did the not watch it. Was Did you watch it? Was it good? I watched a little bit of it. I, I checked out a couple of minutes of it on YouTube. And I, it was, <laughs> uh, it's funny. My wife was in the room and um, she didn't grow up with the Simpsons at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid. Yeah, and, and she wasn't either. Um, yeah. and, I, I, Fox, Fox, uh, animation domination or whatever they called it back in the day basically raised me and yeah. so um i have a lot of fond memories but uh it was weird hearing the voices of the characters come out of anime mouths but there, there were yeah. some jokes that made me laugh but my wife was like i don't really i don't really think the simpsons humor works for me and it's like yeah. it doesn't work for most people anymore it hasn't been good in like 20 yeah years, but yeah my husband likes it a lot and was raised on it and he, he'll still make like references to yeah. i don't know like season six type episodes and i'm like okay i don't <laughs> i didn't want i don't know what you're talking about um yeah uh i was talking about mob psycho and oh yeah my hero academia so for those of you if you're watching that it's been really good uh shigaraki is back and he's scary and he still needs a lot and he just gotta dunk that boy in some vaseline or something i don't know he's just so dry he's <laughs> 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 just he is have you I'm, looked I'm, at him lately i haven't like, I haven't. Okay. Just the thought of being dunked in Vaseline made he me needs feel it. viscerally uncomfortable for a second. <laughs> completely un- Speaking of dunking Vaseline, um, completely unrelated to anime, and then we'll be done. But if you watch Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, um, it was it good? Yes, it is really good. It's got demon summoning Nazis in one episode. It's I'm really got- excited for the Panos Cosmatos one. That's the one I'm the most stoked for. Yeah, and I um, if you watch uh, what was the second episode? That was the one with um, the grave robber. That one was was really good. Um, but there's one in there that's about like women's beauty products and specifically like lotion that is really good. Oh yeah, yeah. That one's based. I think that one's based off of a um, a story by oh I, I just forgot her name. Um, I really like the author. She did um. Uh, when I arrived at the castle, she does those like kind of monochrome graphic novels with like the the splashes of red. Oh, um, okay. The she has one. I think it's called like uh, it's not called Into the Woods. My wife's gonna kill me because she loves those books. Okay. They, they might even be in here in the room with me somewhere. But point being, um, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. So um, that's my that's my one uh, post Halloween recommendation. That's not anime. Is uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet Curiosities. I didn't finish watching the Pikmin's model, but I'm gonna probably watch that one tonight. It's based on an H.P. Lovecraft short story, and it's got they did a lot of really cool practical effects for it. So very cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
So um, I hope I answered everybody's questions. You know, if you've got more questions about the Katakawa stuff, um, you can hit up the ANN forums and ask there, and one of us will probably get back to you. Um, thanks again for tuning in. We'll be back again Tuesdays at 6 p.m. I think Jackie will be joining us this time. Uh, she's just been out sick. Um, I'm surprised I'm doing so well. I got my COVID shot today, so, but can't keep me down. So, yeah. All right. Uh, thanks again, James, and we'll see everyone next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.